Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Wednesday, July 5th in the year 2023. The day after Independence Day, which we are also, I'm at least I'm recognizing the turn of tide, which is now literally in a global mission, the hunt to find, expose, and take down the global network of pedos that are going after the kids. This is an unfriendly channel if you're a pedo. I will continue to seek out a flamethrower discount with the Bard's Code. That's been a request, and I have no problem with that. So we're all good. So we'll keep on pushing on. All right, Patriots. One thing for sure is that food is an issue in this time of war. They are doing a lot of things to try to persuade us, to distract us, and to crush us into accepting their system. And part of that is to going right after the food supplies. We've had plants across the entire country burning down. We have a shortage in crops that are being predicted and projected for the fall or for the spring. A lot of the normal crops that have been planted are not going to be harvested this year. That's a combination of shortage of fertilizers. It's a combination of poor management by the inter, intercession by the government. It's all sorts of things. Weather, which have, of course we don't have any such thing as weather, weather warfare or weather weapons that just happen to be targeting the food supply. Just an endless number of things. You need to be prepared. And that's why we have My Patriot Supply. They have a variety of emergency food packets you need to check out and some great sales that are going on right now. And these time, right now is the time to get them. And this pressure of trying to stock up, you don't want to be caught short. And that's one thing as a priority for your family. So head on over to My Patriot Supply or go to Bards, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Take a look at it. Take, see what's there. You're going to get great discounts. Take advantage of those. These are important foundations or even additions to an existing food plan and preparation plan that you have. This type of food from My Patriot Supply will last up to 20 to 25 years on the shelf. It's mindless, meaning you put it there, you forget about it until you need it. And hopefully we won't need it, but the way things are looking, things are going to get a little dicey and a little crazy. All you have to do is look at France to see how a country looks when it gets lit on fire by radicals. So head on over to My Patriot Supply. You can type in preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of their great specials, their great food packages for families. Get one for every member of your family, and you should do it today. All right, Patriots, so we've got a lot going on um, for the start of a week, which is really the start of a week on Wednesday. And it's the same stuff. But something happened yesterday that was of quiet victory for us that I want to highlight I don't think many people realize that on the 4th, a judge delivered a, a, an injunction against the agencies from monitoring the U.S. public. Take a listen. Did you guys hear that a judge dropped an injunction on our government saying they are no longer allowed to communicate with big tech to censor Americans? That includes TikTok. Yeah, he did that today on the 4th of July. It looks like we got some independence back. And what better clip could I find to describe what's going on than CNN? A federal judge has just blocked the Biden administration from meeting with the heads of social media companies. This order is part of a lawsuit from two Republican state attorneys general. CNN's Vanessa Yurkiewicz has been following this story for us. Vanessa, let's take a step back and talk to us about the origins of all of this. 
Yeah, as you mentioned, Boris, this judge saying that key administration officials and key agencies can no longer communicate with social media companies. But as you said, this started in 2022 when two states' attorneys generals, Republicans from Mississippi and Louisiana, filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration saying that the administration overstepped or overreached in terms of communicating with social media companies to try to combat COVID disinformation. But these are the agencies that the judge has listed can no longer communicate with these social media companies. They include the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, the CDC, the FBI, the Justice Department, also including about a dozen key administration officials, including the White House press secretary and the U.S. Surgeon General. Now, those people and those agencies cannot contact, whether it's email email, phone, text, or meeting in person with Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Twitter, uh, Google, and TikTok. And, of course, we know they'll try to find a way around it. But the point is that this was a good turn of events. You know, it, it's funny. when and I just saw it in chat. I'm just going to call it out because someone's like, y'all act like they're, they're not going to find a way around it. Of course they're going to try to find a way around this. If you've been in this war for half a second, you know that everything that is done, there's a counter move to it. The main thing that makes a difference is when people quit playing games and get involved and start holding people accountable. And we've said that from the very end. I, I, I'll tell you, if there's these sorts of comments like that inflame me because it's laziness. It's like, oh, you know, so my, you know, my first question is, okay, so if you're going to make a comment like that, then tell me what you're going to do. Because I know what a lot of other people are doing, and they're busting their tail out here at local levels to get people removed, to get changes made. And these sorts of covers, when you get a legal injunction like this, it motivates and gives you top cover that you need on a local level to get, get political action done and to make things happen. So get busy. That would be the answer. So, Patriots, on another thing here, if you know who Riley Gaines is, um, she's been speaking out pretty heavily, which we're going to get to right after the prayer, about pedophiles, and it's uh, pretty, it's good. She's got a good platform. Glad to see she's stepping into the fight. But before we go into the prayer, I just want to let you know that Russia wants you. They're excited about having you. You're an American with an IT background and you want to move to Russia. Here are the companies that you got to work for if you want to make that bank. First of all, we got VK, which is known as the Russian FB. Hardware engineers get 100K a year and data science managers get about 200K. They got an office based in Moscow, which is one of the greatest cities on earth. And trust me, you're going to be happy. Secondly, we got Yandex, which is like the Russian version of Google. G19 level software engineers get about 230K US dollars base salary. Check this out. To maintain a 9,000 US dollar living standard in San Francisco, you only need about 20 2700 US dollars in Moscow. So what the hell are you waiting for? And finally, we got Wildberries, which is like the Russian Amazon. Front-end developers get about two to three million rubles a year. Junior back-end developers get about a million a year. And designers get about 500K. Look, my friends, the truth is that salaries in Russia are lower than in the United States, but the living expenses are not even comparable. And also, once again, it doesn't really matter where you're from. If you're a specialist, you're gonna be valued, respected, and loved whilst making a ton of money and living a great life in Russia. So when you move to Russia, don't get played, get paid. And if you have any more questions just let me know in the comments and i'll make a video reply just for you i want to thank you for your support and i want to wish you all the best there you have it just like that russia's coming right at the west hardcore and they've got a lot to offer so it's again but we'll talk more about that after the prayer prayer patriots it's 11 minutes after the hour let's do our prayer Father, we are here today humbled and blessed following on a really a beautiful day of remembrance of what this nation is truly about, a nation that needs love, 
a nation that needs to be restored as it was intended in the beginning to the foundations of people before the throne. Father, we have a lot of people doing things now, a lot of agitation, people impatient. So we're going to begin our prayer today for people to focus on themselves and the actions they're doing led by you and stay true to that lane and trust in you that things will be getting done. There's so much of this idea that is happening and, and, and creeping in. It's on multiple sides right now that people think that they're carrying a greater weight than another. And it's just a reminder to go read Matthew 20, which is the reminder of the vineyard, that there are, it doesn't matter the first or the last. The idea is that everything is equal in this war and kingdom. So we pray that people will have the patience, the resolve, the temperance, and the growth in spirit to understand that where they are, what they're doing, is to try to do more, to try to strive for more, and to do so gladly within the love of the Holy Spirit and within the mission of the greater work of kingdom, and not to be wrapped around egos and not, not to be wrapped around the attitudes that somehow they need to be compared or comparing what they do to others. This is not the way this mission works. And we know that, and we pray for that, that people will have that wisdom as they step forward. Father, we equally pray for the, the, ration, the rationale and common sense of people to settle in. And where we are right now is there's too many people being wrapped into narratives of doom, failing to realize that these are truly a time of the enemy trying to get us to comply and give grace or give, give the, uh, the agreement of their evil plans. And that most notably is the nuclear attack and strike model that they're playing with right now. We know that there is all sorts of attempts to try to move people to fear, to be in agreement with a need to go to thermal nuclear war with Russia. And we know exactly why that's happening, which is to cover their crimes against humanity, to cover up the greatest crime of all, which is the trafficking, exploitation, satanic ritual abuse of children. And it with under that is all the laundering of money. So, Father, we're praying right now that there is a reason that sets into people's minds, a common sense, that they will take a breath, to take a step back and not get wrapped into these narratives. And so many people, unfortunately, find energized and get themselves energized in these ideas of doomsday scenarios. So much TV programming, so much movie programming, people look towards violence as something that's the next iteration of human existence, and they can't seem to visualize another way forward. Again, sadly, Father, it's a, it's a result of programming of making people retarded and dumb to where they literally see the world through a bipolar lens, and they cease to see the complexity, the beauty, and the massive way in which you can move in so many different ways. So we're praying for reason to settle into people's hearts, to start relaxing, breathing into a greater vision of peace and love for this world, to reject the images and the horrors that these elites continue to want to try to send for people to embrace, and unfortunately, as they do, giving agreement to that sort of end. And that's exactly what we don't need. We need a world right now, Father, that focuses ultimately on the singular most pressing and most devastating crime to ever been committed in human history. It is the sale transporting. It is the abducting. It is the abuse. It is the murder, ritual abuse, satanic bloodletting of the children of this world. These numbers are stunning. These numbers are greater than most people can digest. And by recent whistleblower accounts, we know that those numbers can reach as high as 8 million children trafficked per year. So Father, we're praying right now 
that wherever people are, whatever station they are in life, wherever they are in their walk of Christ, to set their egos aside, to focus in on the singular most important issue of this time. And there's a place for everybody at this table. And that is to save the children, to rescue, to heal, and to restore the precious gift that you give us in this world, which are children. And for those that want to find time to worry about their own ills and spend time worrying about their own egos, may they be faced with the Holy Spirit to truly show them who they serve and to make a decision at that point that they must with a decision of either to serve you or to walk and serve Lucifer. Because this war now, Father, is truly at a gate. It's a split in the road that will be defining and dividing for the entire world. You are either on the side of kingdom and Jesus, or you are on the side of the pedos, and there's no in between. And the farther we get down this rabbit hole, the more reveals that come out, people are going to increasingly see that that is truly the, the line in which you must stand on, and there's no walking in between. There's no part way in. There's no, there's no straddling the line. There's a singular direction of commitment in the heart. And however that manifests in the directions that you wish people to follow, may they hear your voice, May they commit, be committed to that path and know that they are part of a greater war effort in whole to be able to ultimately save and restore the children of this world. Father, you've given us these children as a gift. And unfortunately, as a culture, we've become so obsessed with the me and the my and the now that we have forgotten the importance of the little ones. Christ reminded us of that. Christ, did, Christ went so far as to even say that for those that do harm to the little ones, they would be better off cast into the sea with a millstone around their neck. And may that understanding settle into people's hearts, the impact of the importance of the children in the eyes of kingdom. There is no greater mission. There is no greater focus. There is no greater thing to commit to. And for those that are absorbed with themselves, may they be humbled before the throne seeking repentance to open their hearts to the greater mission in which we now stand. This is going to be a mission that calls on everybody to stand to across this globe if we are truly going to win this. And as the words you gave to me that I share here again today, if you want to be free, you must free my children. Father, we're committed to that. We're all in on that mission, understanding truly what it means is a life-changing direction in everything we do. It means building the warrior hearts. It means understanding truly what walking with a forgiving and loving heart means. It means understanding that this is a war led by your hand, that we truly must never bow in front of the face of evil. And as we are led by you, justice will be delivered as you see fit. So, Father, right now we have to be committed truly to the focus of the children. We pray for that. We pray for the awakening of that. In spite of all these other things, this noise and confusion of the world, watered down, it is singularly one event that changes everything, and it is the children. Bless us in this hour. Guide us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, there is a lot to reflect on today. Is following. If you have seen Sound of Freedom, you have a lot in your mind. It's just bringing it to the surface. If you haven't seen it, please go see it right away. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities. And those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. 
This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTargetPro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Could you imagine how many unit sales they would have if your primary iTargetPro target was a pedophile and it said, like, crosshairs pedo? Just even put the words up there, pedo. Man, I swear, like, every guy in this country would be buying a copy of it. It'd be pretty awesome. Maybe I should send that in for product development idea. That'd be good. It wouldn't hurt, I'll tell you right now. Definitely wouldn't hurt in this time. Well, Patriots, I wanted to play this piece by Riley Gaines. I'm glad to see she's using her platform for these sorts of things. She's been a bold voice against the transgender. If you remember, she was the swimmer that ended up testifying before Congress of a transgender male, Leah something or other. Leah, I mean, whatever, that thing that she swam against. It was a man with with some beans and franks it's tucked into a bikini, that one. Well, anyway, Riley's done, got some good stuff here, so take a listen. Okay, for the longest time, I refrained from posting on TikTok. Um, I'm the swimmer who competed against Leah Thomas, who has been outspoken on why men should not be competing in women's sports or changing in our locker rooms. But after what I saw today on Twitter, I will be blasting my opinions and my views on all of my social media platforms because this is sick. And I think a true testament of where, as Americans, we are today. Okay, so I came across this picture yesterday on Twitter, which is very clearly a man who is claiming the identity of a woman and breastfeeding a child. After seeing that picture, I very quickly took to my Twitter to call that what it is, which is sexual abuse of a child. But I didn't realize to what degree until I saw this. In the following photos, you will see the same man who was breastfeeding the child actively using nipple clamps to fulfill his sexual fetish. Here is another one. And here is another one. And here is the Instagram caption from the same man on his Instagram profile where he wanted to check on how hard you can tug on the nipple clamps. So I guess what I'm wondering is how can any sane human being see this man posing with this child, obviously sucking on his nipple, now seeing what he engages in privately and not see this baby as an erotic prop for this man with a sick fetish. It is sexual abuse of a child, bottom line. And all of this to say that in America, we are normalizing pedophilia. Um, let me repeat that. We are normalizing pedophilia. And we're normalizing this behavior in the guise of human rights. But sexual abuse is not a human right for anyone. I hate to even be spreading this message, but I think people need to see it. 
Um, it's up to us to stand up against evil, which is exactly what this is. This is a battle of moral versus evil. The smirk on this man's face says it all. Go Riley Gaines. Nice to see it happen. Glad that she's involved with the fight. We need to get, she's going to reach what an entirely is. different audience. And that's the beauty of it. She's going to reach a younger audience, an audience that follows her and start waking them up. We have to make this a full, full force effort. And it can't be limited by age or anything else. I mean, this has got to be everybody coming to the table. And I think this will happen, but we have to keep the pressure on it to make sure it does happen. Now, Patriots, I went to Tonight, I'm going to uh, go over this piece I did last night. I'm going to dig in a little bit more. It was by Peter Valentino, which is pretty amazing, what he's had to say. I'll play that tonight. And that was something we'll kind of build a show around tonight in terms of our rights, our responsibilities, and our duties, which is going to center on the Declaration of Independence. I think it's very important right now we start re revisiting that in a big way. But to close out today, I want you to hear this piece. This actually is a, it's a compilation piece that includes something by Johnny Cash, um, an intro by our friendly pedo in the White House, Joe Biden. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. Can't define it based on religion, ethnicity, race, culture. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett, I'm Lee Grant, Abe Lincoln. I remember the Alamo, the Maine, and Pearl Harbor. When freedom called, I answered and stayed until it was over over there. I left my heroic dead in Flanders Fields and on the rock of Corregidor, on the bleak slopes of Korea and in the steaming jungles of Vietnam. I am the Brooklyn Bridge, the wheat lands of Kansas and the granite hills of Vermont. I am the coal fields of the Virginias and Pennsylvania, the fertile lands of the West, the Golden Gate and Grand Canyon. I am Independence Hall, the Monitor. I am the Merrimack. I'm big. I sprawl from the Atlantic to the Pacific. My arms reach out to embrace Hawaii and Alaska. Three million square miles. I'm more than three million farms. I'm forest, field, mountain, and desert. I'm quiet villages, and I'm cities that never sleep. You can look at me and see Ben Franklin walking down the streets of Philadelphia with his bread loaf under his arm. You can see Betsy Ross with her needle. You can see the lights of Christmas and hear the strains of all Lang Syne as the calendar turns again. Patriots, we are really a great nation. Don't ever forget it. We are being run by a bunch of freaks and pedophiles, and it's worth fighting for, and it's worth doing everything we need to, including sacrifice of our life, to get it back for our children. Since yesterday, if you really have felt it, there was a massive change in this world. France yesterday is calling for a complete teardown of their government. Things are moving. They don't move as fast as we, they want or maybe we want. 
But the fact of the matter is, things are moving. People are awakening. Now we've got to press on the pressure more than ever. We need people to wake up to realize the true sense of what's going on. All these other things, mainly noise and confusion and inconveniences of life. But there is no replacing a child. There is no replacing or getting back a child. You can re-earn wealth. You can re-earn your career. But if you're holding heart, if you're holding anger or vengeance towards anything other than a target on a pedo, your focus is on the wrong thing. So it's time to get focused. And I'm not one saying vengeance, but I am telling you, have a righteous anger towards this. Stand up. We're going to really push to be mobilizing this national network, and it's coming hard and fast, so buckle up. Know your place and where you want to stand into this. We're going to need everybody we can. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.